0: good evening and welcome to another edition of our conversation with coaches today we have on the line coach baker woodward the newly minted head coach of the savannah christian raiders down in savannah georgia Uh, coach woodward how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great i appreciate you having me on
0: Coach, thanks for joining us. Coach Woodward, you're in your, your first season. Tell us a little about a little bit about your coaching history. Um, obviously, we know this is your first start as a head coach. But how did you get started in coaching? Why'd you go into the into coaching and teaching? And and who's influenced you the most?
1: Okay, well, I guess it all started really when I was you know in high school. I played quarterback and just just loved football. And then I got my first uh, first start with coaching, coaching at the fifth and sixth grade level with. Um, you know, Danny Britt hired me at uh, Calvary Day School, and then th- that second year ended up going up to uh, high school, coaching quarterbacks, <laughs> coaching receivers, and um, then later went down to uh, Bethesda Academy, and then I spent the uh, last eight years over at, um, at Benedictine as the offensive coordinator. And, um, you know, throughout my career, I think, you know, um, two of the coaches I probably, you know – have just um, had a huge influence on me is is Alan Lowe who was my my high school head coach and he's now at uh, Deerfield Windsor he was uh I mean he could give you one of those looks you know what I mean you mm-hmm. didn't say anything but he could give you one of those looks and you know that you did wrong and uh but and he could get his point across with it without, without ever saying a foul word mm-hmm. and I thought that was uh that was awesome and then of course um Coach Britt, I worked for him the last. Uh, I mean, I worked for him at Calvary uh, for a number of years, and then I worked for him the last eight years at um, at Benedictine. And he is uh, you know, everything you need to know about defense and about a team being uh, physical. Um, I, I've learned a lot about that from from Coach Britt, and also you know, Coach Britt's one of my uh, one of my close friends as well. And um, and probably from a from an offensive line standpoint, um, Ken Cooper. Ken Cooper was offensive line coach at BC when I got there, and uh, you know he was a, a great friend of mine. Um, and uh, he, you know, he passed away about a year ago uh, of stomach cancer. But he was probably he, he's just uh, an all he was an awesome guy, just uh, just a gentleman to be around.
0: Good deal, coach. Uh, what, what's been you're you're in year one as a head coach? What's been the most valuable piece of advice that you've been given? You know, I think
1: when it comes to being a head coach, you know, when you're an assistant, you're just kind of, you know, you're loving the kids and you're trying to get the most out of the kids. Um, And you're echoing the mission of of the head coach, you know. Mm -hmm. And now now I'm in the seat. And so I think the most, you know, valuable part is learning from from other coaches that, you know, one day I'm going to leave here. and and i'm gonna i'm gonna die and and god's gonna ask me and jesus is gonna ask me hey listen you had a platform for these boys how many did you show um that your life was just like jesus how many did you tell about jesus and i know that one day i'm gonna be held accountable for how many kids could see jesus in me not just telling about it but how many could see it in me and you know football football is is a game where it just teaches us you know to never give up and uh football's hard and life's hard. And there's going to be some times where, you know, obviously uh, you have to call on a greater power than yourself. Um, And uh, I think the biggest piece of advice any coach has given me is just being able to get points across without having to use harsh words and show the kids that you love them and uh, know that one day, you know, you're going to be held accountable uh, for what you do, especially with the platform that you're given as a head
0: coach absolutely coach something so, very very great great piece of advice and and look it's not not always about just about what you say it is about what you do and uh i think we're reminded especially people folks that are parents that, that kids are watching and, and they pick up on what you do so uh great piece of advice for anybody about that accountability about not just what you say about what you do so uh, uh thanks for that coach um, let's, let's talk about expectations. And if you have any, and I don't want to, I don't want to talk about wins and losses. Uh, last season, uh, uh, the team, uh, advanced to the second round of the class, a private playoffs, uh, before falling to the eventual state champion. But, uh, whether, whether it's wins and losses for you, coach, or, 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 how, how do you define what, you know, your expectations in, in year one?
1: You know, our mission this year is, um, you know, attack with purpose. That's our mission. You know, every time we're doing something, you know, every time we're in, uh, the meeting room, like this morning, we met for a little while before we went out to practice. We're just, we we're where our feet are, you know? So if, if we're at the meeting room, we're in the meeting room, we're getting better mentally. You know, we're on the practice field, we're getting better. So, we're attacking with a purpose every single day. We're trying to improve. You know, if you're not getting any better, uh, you're staying the same. There's no staying the same that's getting worse. So we want to make sure that we attack with a purpose and that God's our boss. You know, Colossians 3.23, work as if you're working for the Lord and not for human masters. And that's what we want to do. If we can get these guys giving their best every single day and be better than we were than when we, when we started, we gradually improve. That's the expectation for year one. Um, and, uh, and you know, I, I feel like, hey, if we come out and we attack with purpose, we do the best that we could possibly do, then we're gonna, we'll are gonna we be a tough team to beat.
0: Very good. Coach, uh, coming in year one, what are the biggest challenges or, or what's one of the biggest challenges that you and your staff face uh, in 2018?
1: Yeah, you know, in 2018, this, this – um, It's it's all – I think the biggest challenge really is, you know, putting in a whole new offense, um, you know, and a whole new defense. In the years past, they've been a a triple option team. And, you know, we may still do some of that. um, But, you know, my offense is is a multiple offense. And um, so it's something that I've had to kind of go back to square one because it's the offense I installed, you know, in my previous job for (laughs) – you know, uh, eight years ago mm-hmm. and I had to start with the basics. So going back to the basics, it's, it's a big challenge because I've got all, you know, I'm an offensive guy. i got all this stuff in my head I want to do, but I've got to, you know, I've got to crawl a little bit before I can walk and walk a little bit before I can run. So I think, you know, in terms of, of the challenge this year is, is putting in a whole new offense and a whole new defense. And also, you know, I've got a, I've got a whole new staff. Um, I've got a coach, uh, Robert Walsh, who's been a defensive coordinator in single A's, taking that head coach job in North Carolina, and then he came down here. is going to be our defensive coordinator. He's, uh, you know, he's a great defensive mind, and uh, so he, he's going to help out a lot. We got some really good coaches on staff, like Coach Bell's going to be doing running backs, Coach Fitzgerald's going to be doing re- receivers. Um, we got a couple offensive line guys that are some old school guys, and that's what I want in the offense. We got Coach uh, Coach Warren and Coach Womble, and then we got a real good technique sound guy named Coach Anderson. Um, so you know, it's getting all those guys on staff following the you know the, the same mission. I think I think we're doing a good job at it so far, um, but it's just uh, you know it's a challenge at first. But I tell you what, we we remembered a lot uh, that we did in the spring. And you know we also got one more coach. I don't want to. I, I forgot to mention is Coach Cards, and we are coaching our linebackers. But um, you know I think that's the biggest challenge there, Arthur, just to having a new offense and a new defense, and, and really a new staff um, to to kick off this 2018 season. Well,
0: C- Coach, we talked about the challenges. What what's something that you're looking forward to uh, the most? One of the one of the things, uh, or name several if you are that you're looking forward to this upcoming season.
1: You know, I think, you know, I've had I've had that question before, and um, you know, like the first day we're out there, you know, they've been running, you know, inside beer and uh, a couple plays, you know, just kind of trying to eat the clock type offense um, that the triple option is, and so you know, I'm I'm coming in there and I'm putting in all all of my plays, and uh, it's, you know, it it doesn't look too good. <laughs> it doesn't look good at all. And, you know, and I had to remind myself, Hey, it was the first time when I, I put it in with a previous team, you know, and it didn't look good, but a favorite time of the year, uh, you know, looking forward to the most is when we see those guys that are, that were fumbling the ball around the first day. When we see them after a couple of days, when it's looking pretty crisp and, you know, a light goes off in their head and they say, you know what? I can do this. I can figure this out. Um, and, uh, that's probably my, you know, that that's just, it makes me feel good that knows that, you know, they've taken what we've said and they believed in it and they've become better. And you can tell that your coaching, your coaching is paying off. And I think that's what I look forward to. And, I mean, I saw little glimpses of it today. Um, we ran, you know, it did, we didn't look that great in spring, um, but today was the first practice and, you know, they had a little sense of urgency about them. And um, you know some of the stuff was starting to click a little bit, and so that that's that's probably my favorite part. Of course, every coach is going to say Friday nights. I love Friday nights. I'm looking forward to these big rivalry games that uh, that uh, you know you get in single A. You know, I uh, a big rivalry with Calvary and a big rivalry with Country Day. It's going to be a packed house, and so that that's some of the things I'm looking forward to in this upcoming season too. But when the players get it and you realize they're taking the coaching, that's, that's something I'm looking
0: forward to seeing. So. Very good. Speaking with Coach Baker Woodward, the head coach of the Savannah Christian Raiders, uh, coming into his first season, Coach, uh, let's talk about some of your players. Uh, uh, who are some of the names we, that uh, folks from around the state should be familiar with, whether on offense, uh, defense, or any players that might be headed for a big season that, uh, that, that, might, that might not have been familiar names last season?
1: Okay, um, you know, we've got a ton. You know, we got Jordan Grant is a very familiar name. He's been starting quarterback at Savannah Christian since he was a freshman, I believe. And uh, he's a dynamic player. You got uh, McMahon, uh, Dylan McMahon. He's going to NC State. He's already committed to NC State. He's probably, you know, in my opinion, he's going to be the best lineman around the area. Um, he's just a beast. And then, yeah, those are probably going to be our two most well known names on, on the uh, offense. Another good line be Colby Quinney. And, um, and a good receiver and kicker, uh, you know, the name is uh, Noah Chumley. His dad was the longtime Raider coach here at Savannah Christian and the athletic director. He's a great kicker. He's also going to be a heck of a receiver for us this year. And um on the defensive side of the ball, we've got a middle linebacker, uh, Jay Hagan. Um is gonna be a good player. We're gonna have some good players from uh a couple of our cornerbacks. Um, you know, Blake Brown and uh Jacob Zablonski. He's uh he's gonna do pretty well for us. And but some, some guys that you, you really haven't heard of that could be a factor this season is um at receiver is a guy named Omar Burroughs. Last year, as a freshman, he got a start at safety, played a little bit receiver. But Omar, um, he's really had a great summer. He's caught a lot of balls, and uh, I think he's really due for for a good season. Another guy named uh, Marquell Brown, he's not very tall, okay, but he is uh, you know, probably about 5'7", but extremely powerful running back. And another guy by the name of Nate Moon, and Dawson Benton at the fullback position, at the running back position, they're going to be uh, they're going to be pretty good, tough to bring down. And uh, we'll have a you know we'll be sharing quarterback a little bit with some guys. But Spencer Robichaud, we're playing some quarterback as well this year. Um, so you know we have a lot of a lot of young talent, and then we have a couple of guys that are seniors that uh, are you know we're going to be counting on to be not only great offensive players but great defensive players too. Um, playing both ways, I'm sure there's some more guys I left out, but uh, I got—I think I got most of them.
0: Good deal, Coach. We we talked about these players on the field, uh, uh, folks that uh, guys that you expect to be uh, high performers on the field. Who are some of the high performers in the classroom, Coach?
1: Yeah, and you know, um, you know, it's a good good problem to have. It. Fortunately, some of those names I just mentioned. Uh, Dylan McMahon, you know, close to, I think he's around a 4.0 in the classroom. He's going to NC State. Um, he's committed to NC State. He's a great offensive and defensive line for us. And uh, Jay Hagan, we had a couple of these guys, you know, they couldn't, some of them couldn't even make uh, spring practice because they were busy taking an AP chemistry. Mm. I said, hey, I said, you know, Hagan, I don't know anything about AP chemistry. I'm just a football coach, man. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> I trust you. you got to go to AP chemistry. But Jay Hagan and, uh, uh, you know, McMahon and uh, Noah Chumley, they all do pretty well in the classroom. They're getting it done in the classroom. Uh, Cole Freeman is playing this year. I think he's also a really good uh, academic student. He's uh, coming out as a senior. Um, but we have a lot of guys that, you know, Savannah Christian is, is academic first, just like all schools should be. And uh, they do a good job with their curriculum and and our guys rise to that challenge in the classroom as well
0: very good thanks thanks, coach, for letting us know about those those guys uh, once again, like you said it's uh you know at, at some point football will go away you know you'll hang up the cleats and and uh, uh you'll have to uh, hopefully um, Uh, what we get out of this uh, is is that academics are important and and, uh, obviously sports uh, play a big part uh, in, we hope in their lives and they learn a lot of lessons, but uh, we we can't really go anywhere without that. Those academics. Absolutely. Uh, Coach, let's, let's go. uh, Let's talk about uh, a couple more questions for you. Uh, um, What's been your greatest memory or best memory as a head coach or uh, as a coach? I'm sorry. This is your first season as a head coach, but as a coach,
1: yeah, I mean, um, you know, I've got a lot of them, you know, I you know, I thought about that question before, and, and, you know, it came up at the press conference, and you know what, I'll tell you what, February 8th, you know, of uh, 2018, I got my dream job here at Savannah Christian. Um, so, it's just a culmination of a lot of hard work, and, and people trusting in me to, to, to lead the program, and so, you know, I think right now, we're standing at that, that's probably one of my, my better uh, coaching memories, but... I've got a lot of them, you know, when we first got, when I first got to uh, Benedictine, you know, Vidalia was, I tell you, they were the, uh, they didn't lose, Mm -hmm. you know, nobody beat them. And I remember uh, one year we were able to to beat them and beat them convincingly. And I remember coming home and it was about two in the morning. My son's just, he's, he's only uh, two years old. He's crying. It's two in the morning. And I said I wasn't even worried about it. I'd stay up all night just to remember this. (laughs) I just brought him to sleep, and I just uh, sat there and thought about the twenty-eight nothing victory because that that just kind of signified a lot of hard work um, because that was a great program that we that we beat that night, and um, that was a lot of hard work. I guess another memory too was you know we just uh, won a state championship um, at BC and, and. uh, 2014 and you know I it, it was weird you know when you're a coach you, you sometimes you feel like you know what a lot of things got to go right to win a state championship and you almost feel like it's not even possible sometimes
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um you know and you, you just keep going and you just keep trying and you do all that you can do because you want their season to be a success and uh you know I just remember after that went up in the stands and my son's you know, jumping around in the stands, he has no idea what's going on. But just to pick him up and hold him after that, and just celebrate that was that was a, that was a good memory as well.
0: Absolutely, good deal, Coach. Uh, let's let's talk about about this. If you weren't coaching or teaching, what career path would you have chosen, Coach?
1: You know, uh, I tell you what, I'd like to do. I'd like to be a professional fisherman, um, but I, I don't. I don't think that would have happened. I, you know, I probably would have been. Um. You know, something, maybe something in sales, maybe. <laughs> but, um, you know, teaching and coaching is, you know, it's not a job, it's a calling. I felt like I, that's what I was called to do. And uh, and so, you know, if I, if I wasn't doing that, maybe I would have gone in, into sales or, you know, um, done something within, within the church or uh, something like that. But, you know, it's a good question because, you know, I didn't really have too much to answer on that one.
0: Well, that that sounds like it means you're doing what you're called to do, Coach. (laughs) Yeah. Just a couple of more questions. You you talked about this earlier uh, when we talked about uh, the advice piece, and you you talked about that accountability of of living like Jesus, uh, the accountability of of not just uh, your words but your deeds. But when when it's all said and done, you're in year one right now, but – if we, if we look ahead to, to, to 20, 30, 40 years down the road, what do you want your legacy to be?
1: You know, um, it, it, the bottom line is, you know, um, I, just like I, I think Debra Swing said the other day, the bottom line is, you know, we, we're all going to die, you know, and we're all, uh, you know, hopefully we're going to go up to heaven. And, you know, hey, you coached uh, thousands of boys, you know, how many did you tell? Jesus going to ask, how many do you tell about me?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, how many did you tell about me? Or, or how many do you show? Or how many do you love? Or how many do you treat? You know, just like your son. And uh, we're going to be held accountable to that because coaches, you know, whether you like it or not as a coach, those kids are listening to you. And your job as, as a coach is way more than just coaching football. I Man, it's way more than just coaching football. You have a huge influence on them. You can influence them for the good. Are you can influence them for the bad. And I think, you know, what I want most from my legacy to be is that I've used this football as a platform um, to teach others about Jesus and teach others, teach these kids that football is hard, life is hard. And you're going to have to, uh, end up at some point. If you're not now, you're going to have to end up, um, drawing on a higher power than yourself. And, uh, and so I hope, you know, I hope that's what I'm remembered by as a coach, uh, and um you know i'm just working towards that every single day
0: uh, well coach it sounds like uh you're you're humble enough and 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 it seems like you've been prepared to accept that challenge and and looks like you're well on your way uh so appreciate that insight from you coach that's all the questions we had that that involve football um like, like i've told everybody else on these i'm a food guy um, uh-huh. S- savannah has some of the best restaurants um, uh i've i've had the 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 privilege to to attend those some of those uh, best place to get a pregame meal. And I'm not talking about one of these places where you take your wife for your anniversary dinner. I'm talking about a place where you can go get a, 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 a pregame meal. So uh, Vic's on the river is a phenomenal. The pink house is phenomenal, but what's the best place to get a pregame football meal?
1: I mean, Hey, what do you want?
0: Uh, barbecue coach.
1: Barbecue. Um, barbecue. Let me think. Um, let's see. You know, I tell you, if, if you, if you're, I know it's, so you weren't in Savannah though, right?
0: Absolutely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, well, we, they just had, I actually live in Pooler. Okay. Um, which is about 30 minutes and they opened a new barbecue place out here, but I think it's a chain. Um, but it's, I think it's Kim and, and Nick's
0: or Jim, something like Is it Jim and Nick's coach?
1: Yeah. All I, right. So uh, It's uh, Kim and Nick's. It's out here on Pooler Parkway and uh, we went after church couple of weeks ago and it's, it's pretty damn good for some, uh, from barbecue. And, um, I, you know, if you've been in Savannah, I think a lot of people have, have had barbecue at, at like Barnes. Have you been to Barnes before?
0: I have not been to Barnes.
1: It's on Waters Avenue. It's over there by like, uh, I think community Bible church or, um, but it's, it's, it's pretty good barbecue. And, um, and you know, Hey, i tell you what, um, you know, my mother-in-law makes some pretty good ribs. Anytime <laughs> <laughs> you're around, man, just give me a call, man. We'll, we'll get some baby back ribs and we'll eat those and uh, hang out. But, um, but that, that's you know barbecue. I would say there, that's that's a, that's a pretty good one. That's the newest one too out here in cooler. Um, but I tell you, you know, some of the best barbecue places. I think I think I stopped somewhere on Highway 80 in garden city. And it was just a little building and I can't remember the name of it. Sorry. But, um, and I got some barbecue and it was pretty good. Fair enough. It was awesome. it was high school. I think
0: it sounds like there's plenty of places to get some good barbecue pregame. If you're headed down, uh, to watch the Raiders play perhaps, uh, against, uh, uh, McIntosh County Academy, uh, uh, Savannah country day, or, or even Claxton there late in the season. So, uh, um, Good. Very good. Coach, uh, those are all the questions I had. I, I do want to, to thank you very much for taking some time out of your day to come chat with, uh, with me, chat with us and, and, and just talk about what's going on at Savannah Christian.
1: Well, I appreciate it, man. Anything we can do, y'all just let, just let us know. And I
0: appreciate you having us on here. Thanks a lot, coach. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks so much. Once again, thank you to first year head coach Baker Woodward of the Savannah Christian Raiders. The Raiders playing in Region 3 Class A down in Savannah, Georgia. Please remember to visit our sponsor, Organize It. Organize It helps people create order wherever it is lacking in their lives, from simple closet solutions, playroom overhauls, or whole house makeovers. Organize It has a customized solution for you. You can find them on the web at youorganizeit.com. That's Y-O-U-R G-A-N I-Z-E. I-T dot com. You organize it. Your space, your time, your life. That's going to do it for this episode of the Turd Ferguson Reports Conversations with Coaches. I am your host, Art Mosley. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N. And you can also find us on social media on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. That's T U R D. F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T Thanks again for listening. Make it a great day, everybody.